the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The final proof that Jesus' sacrifice was accepted completely was the resurrection. If Jesus had died and remained in the tomb, his sacrifice might have been seen as martyrdom. But Paul says that Jesus was put to death for our trespasses and raised for our justification. It's been said that the empty tomb is the Father's amen to the Son's. It is finished. And what a glorious truth that is that we will camp on here today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Welcome to the program. We invite you to join us today as we continue our study of Easter. Today, the Cross of Hope. Here's Pastor Leighton now with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. The facet of God you experience is based upon what side of grace His grace, you choose to stand. Let me see if I can illustrate this. Um, I have a great relationship with my children. They are now grown and young adults. We enjoy each other's company. And growing up, Daddy was a lot of fun to be around most of the time. And not so much fun to be around when one of the children behaved in such a manner that required Dad to turn into the disciplinarian. Same Dad, same person. And yet how I was perceived depended on what side of grace and justice my children were standing on. And that's why we can say without contradicting ourselves that God is loving and merciful and therefore does not want to punish us. And yet God is also just and therefore must punish sin. Now there are some who mistakenly believe that God does not love sinners and cannot possibly love them because of their sin. And yet that's not what the Bible teaches The Bible teaches in John 3.16, For God so loved the world. God so loved the world. It doesn't say God so loved Christians. It doesn't say God so loved good people. It says God so loved the world. That means everybody. That means you. But because people know only bits and pieces of the Bible and they've heard that God is love, some have come to the wrongful conclusion that since God so loved the world, everyone will have a free pass into heaven. And that's also what the Bible does not teach. The rest of the verse says, For God so loved the world so much that He gave His one and only Son that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. God loves the entire world, but it's only those who believe in His one and only Son who will not perish. The Bible teaches that there is a day that is coming when God will judge everyone for their sin. Revelations contains a passage in chapter 20 where it says, The sea gave up its dead and death And the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. The Bible says that there is a judgment most certainly coming 
for anyone whose name is not found in the book of life. Now, some people ask, well, it's been 2,000 years since Jesus Christ walked the face of the earth. Why is judgment, God, so, so slow in bringing judgment? Well, to answer that, the Apostle Peter wrote, You must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promise, as some people think. No, He is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 2, Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? God is just, and someday His justice will come, but God is being kind and patient so that people have the opportunity to repent from their sin and to turn to Christ for salvation. It's real important for us to understand who Jesus is because Jesus could only have accomplished what He claims to have accomplished if He was who He claimed to be. And there are a lot of opinions about who Jesus was or is that are contrary to the Bible. According to studies, if you were to ask a typical college kid today who Jesus is, they would probably answer along the lines of, he was a great teacher, or he was a prophet, or he was an idealist. If you were to ask a Muslim, they would say that Jesus was a prophet, the last prophet before Muhammad. If you were to ask a Jehovah's Witness, they would say that Jesus was just a God. If you were to ask a Mormon... They would say that Jesus was a man who became God. These are just a few among many examples of non-biblical opinions concerning Jesus. This is what the Bible says about Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word was God. The Word became flesh. Jesus was the Word. Jesus was God in human flesh. Now, why did Jesus have to become human? Well, the answer to that question is found in Hebrews chapter 2. Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could He die, and only by dying could He break the power of the devil who had the power of death. The wages of sin is death, but God cannot die. The only way that God could die on behalf of mankind and thereby break the power of the death and the devil was by becoming a man. Jesus accomplished what he was sent into the world to accomplish. Listen to the words of the angel announcing to Joseph, Jesus. He said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
of how does Jesus save people from their sins? God provided many answers to that question in the Old Testament. One of them is found in Isaiah chapter 53. It reads, All of us like sheep have strayed away. We've left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. What God did for mankind out of his immeasurable love and grace was to lay all of our sin with its guilt and its shame on Jesus Christ. And because sin requires death, Jesus had to die. Jesus died for my sin and for yours. And while Jesus was hanging on that cross, he said, It is finished. The scholars tell us that this was an accounting term and it meant paid in full. Jesus paid in full the wages of our sin. The final proof that Jesus' sacrifice was accepted completely was the resurrection. If Jesus had died and remained in the tomb, his sacrifice might have been seen as martyrdom. But Paul says that Jesus was put to death for our trespasses and raised for our justification. When Christ was raised from the dead, it was God's declaration of approval of Christ's work of redemption. By raising Christ from the dead, God the Father was in effect saying that he approved of Christ's work of suffering and dying for our sins, that his work was completed, and that Christ no longer had any need to remain dead. Now, this gift of salvation is received through saving faith. Not just any kind of faith will do. There are all kinds of faith in this world that do not lead to eternal life. Not all kinds of faith are saving faith. Some people believe that since they attend a church, they know parts of their Bible, they know about God, that they are saved. But according to James chapter 2, verse 19... It says, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God? Good for you. However, even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. The demons know about God, and they know the Scriptures, but they tremble in terror because they are destined for hell. Knowledge about God alone is not enough to assure salvation. So how then does one know that the faith that they have is saving faith. How can we know that we have saving faith? And the Bible answers that question. Saving faith is always accompanied by repentance. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 7.10, For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There's no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Just feeling sorry for our sin is not repentance. That word repentance means to change directions. You were going one way, and now you're going another way. You were, you were going your own way, and now you are going God's way. When a person receives Jesus Christ as their Savior, that person also must necessarily receive him as their Lord and Master and repent from their sin. 
Jesus said at the end of his earthly ministry, Yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. It is contrary to the New Testament to speak of the possibility of someone receiving Jesus Christ as Savior, but not Lord. If Jesus Christ is to be our Savior, then he must be also our Lord. Well, as we close our time out together today, the question is, do you see the cross as a cross of hope? It is our prayer that you do. If you have questions about your walk with Christ, visit our website, highlands.us. You'll find all of our contact information there and how to reach out to us, especially with questions regarding your walk and relationship with Jesus. Again, that's highlands.us. We would invite you to join us for worship at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, especially this Lord's Day as we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Details and information, highlands.us. We'll see you tomorrow for another broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.